What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the injury update to Justin Fields and what this could mean for the rest of the Chicago Bears season. We're going to talk about Cole Komet and, and the increase in his play over the last couple of weeks. And then lastly, a rumor that Saquon Barkley could potentially be coming to the Chicago Bears. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to the daily episode. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily show. So we did get an update about Justin Fields' injury. And while it was initially reported as a dislocated shoulder, Matt Eberflus has come out and adamantly stated it is not a dislocated shoulder. It is a shoulder injury. And right now he's listed as day-to-day. But they have not ruled out that Justin Fields could be out the rest of the season with this um, with this injury. And so they're going to wait until about Wednesday to really go completely over and divulge what this injury is. Um, but it has been noted that it is pretty bad. He's in a lot of pain. And so, you know, we asked a question yesterday on if the if the Bears should really sit down Justin Fields, particularly in the next game, even if he was available. But now it seems like this could be a season-ending uh, uh, injury for Justin Fields, even though it's not a dislocated shoulder. And what we can say is this. If it's something that it's even a question, if it's if it's on the board, once the doctors look at it, they get back to the Bears and they say, hey, man, listen, he could come back this season. I say just shut it down. Right. As much as I love to see Justin Fields continue his progression, he's been an exciting player this season. We all knew that this season was not about the wins. This season was about development. And Justin Fields has developed hugely over the course of the season for the Chicago Bears. But you don't want to risk it. This is your franchise quarterback. This is your franchise in a lot of ways. And the way that this organization is going to go is going to be dependent upon Justin Fields and particularly his health. Yes, he's a running quarterback. Uh, He's a quarterback that can run. He's not just a running quarterback. As we're start, as we're seeing with his play, but you don't want to risk it, especially with the offensive line being at the state that it is, not able to protect Justin Fields. He's already been sacked 40 times on the season. If it is time to shut Justin Fields down, I think that we've had more than enough of, of tape and looking at Justin Fields to know that he's legit. He's the real deal. Let's go ahead. If it gets to that point, let's shut him down. Continue to, to just build up the other players on this team. Trevor Simeon, while not an amazing quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, looked pretty good. In, in preseason, and he could be a solid game manager to still now, you take a look, you develop the wide receivers, you do open up that passing game a little bit more, you you write more things for Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, you try to get that going, uh, especially now with Khalil Herbert being hurt as well. We could very well be seeing the end of the dynamic offense we've seen from the Chicago Bears the last, you know, for the almost the, the majority of the season as at this point as the, as the Bears offense has just continually gotten better and better and better. And so with Khalil Herbert out until like two games left in the season, Justin Fields now potentially out uh, for the rest of the season as, you know, he didn't rule it out. So as until that's ruled out, I'm still going to say that that's a possibility. Hopefully it's not a likely one. But if that is end up being what happens, we're 11 games into the season with six games left to go. We ain't got nothing left to prove. We're not fighting or contending for anything, anything like that. It's just more, it was more development. And while I do want to see the Bears get wins, especially against those cheese head in the Green Bay Packers, at the end of the day, it's this. If it comes down to your, you're looking at the future health of the Chicago Bears and of our franchise quarterback in Justin Fields, you can't risk that health. So at that point, it's better to go ahead and let him sit down. Um, and then we'll just take our lumps and see what comes of it next season. That's just what it boils down to. And if it comes to that, I, for one, am not hugely upset at it. I'm disappointed for sure. 
because and not disappointed in Justin Fields. He he doesn't control getting hurt or anything like that, but just disappointed because yeah, I I want to see this team continue to grow. I want to see this team and this offense continue to develop and make leaps. And selfishly, I just want to keep seeing Justin Fields play the way he has been playing. But you can't play with your franchise's health. And so because of that, if it comes to sitting down Justin Fields, then it kind of is what it is. And that's just what it, what it boils down to. Let me know what you guys think. How do you feel about now hearing that it could Justin Fields did suffer a potentially season-ending surgery and he'll miss the last six games of the season? Let me know what you guys think about that. Now, in talking about Justin Fields, one of the players that has emerged as a, as a big weapon for Justin Fields has been Cole Komet. Through the first seven games of the season, Cole Komet only caught 12 passes for 148 yards. Um, since then, since October 30th, Cole Komet has caught 14 passes for 161 yards and five touchdowns. So Cole Komet has definitely stepped up his game. We're seeing the chemistry between him and Justin Fields really develop hugely, and the team's been benefited for it. You see the 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 offense just increasing and the and the play calling get a little bit more creative um with Cole Komet and his his rise. Yes, he's good in the in the in the blocking game, run blocking and pass blocking. He's turned into a weapon for Justin Fields. In the passing game, Cole Komet is definitely a player coming into the season. We wanted to know what we had. We wanted to know if he was going to be one of these players that we can bet on and depend on to be part of this future for the Chicago Bears. Even last season, he was one of the highest as far as yards per reception. But now we're starting to see that come along for the Chicago Bears. And Cole Komet is a proven weapon and commodity on this team and weapon for Justin Fields. And it's good to see him have this increase as well for him to remind people and be used properly also in the red zone to get some touchdowns. So all this has been great. Cole Komet is definitely a, a plus in the Chicago Bears um, offense, and he's going to continue to be for years and years and years to come. And I, for one, am happy to see Cole Komet just continue his rise in the NFL and for the Chicago Bears team. And as we go forward to the next season, and I do think that as well as, well as Chase Claypool not being used and utilized very well himself in the passing game, I do think that having him out there as a vertical threat has opened up some things for, for Cole Komet as well. So we continue to see that whether Justin Fields is in the game or out of the game, hopefully they continue to develop and cultivate that, and we get to see that a little bit more. I talked about in the last episode how this team is becoming a little bit too one-dimensional one with the run game. Cole Komet, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, as well as the other wide receivers just continue to grow and develop. We can get out of that one-dimensional uh, part of our game and hopefully make this a truly, truly dynamic offense going into next season. All right, let's get into the last one for today. And this is the rumors. So Dan uh, Grisanio, I know I probably uh, uh, murdered that. He pitched an idea. Um, and this is so this is completely speculative. It's kind of ballooned out. And now people are saying, hey, did you hear that Saquon Barkley could be it could be interesting coming to the Bears? He kind of just threw it out there. But he threw this. He says, I threw out the Bears because I have Justin Fields already there. Um, imagine two of them together, Fields and Barkley, and what the run game could look like and how potentially explosive. Now, one of the things with this is that you're going to see the Bears used a lot in speculation when it comes to free agents, and they're probably going to be used as leverage to players that, you know, maybe trying to get more money out of their team um, because the Bears have so much cap space. We have over $100 million in cap space for the Chicago Bears uh, next season. And while, you know, Darna, uh, uh, not Darna, uh, David Montgomery, his, his, him coming back has been all up in air. Khalil Herbert's been great for this team. Adding Barkley to this running game and replacing uh, David Montgomery with him and still having Khalil Herbert back there um, could be one of the most dangerous rushing attacks in, in NFL history, right? Let me be clear. It could be that, but I don't know if the Bears focus that much money um, on that. Well, they need to improve their wide receivers. They need to improve their offensive line. And while they are the, part of this upcoming offseason is to get Justin Fields more weapons, 
I don't know the price tag that Saquon Barkley uh, may command. Now, David Montgomery's set to hit uh, free agency. Um, and while Khalil Herbert's still great, um, let's be clear. Barkley right now is second in the league in rushing at 953 yards with six games left in the season. Adding that dynamic to what he can do to this Bears offense, it that that you talk about we already have the number one rushing uh, uh, offense in the league. That can get us into generational offensive, um, rushing offensive talent as well when you add in Justin Fields, and they could be a great weapon. But right now, it's just a rumor, not that I, one that I don't think maybe has its merits as the Bears look to just make this a potent offensive team. I'd say this, if the Bulls improve that wide receiver court even further outside of Mooney and Claypool, and then you add Saquon Barkley on top of that, we can be looking at one of the most potent and dangerous offenses in NFL history if they also improve that offensive line so while this rumor it's it is just pitched as an idea right now if we come to find out in the offseason that it does have its legs that there is some mutual interest there with Barkley and the Bears and the Bears are willing to give up that money to bring in Barkley again as, as well as improving other things on this team on the offense and defensive end man that could be just a wow now I'm still taking this with a huge grain of salt uh, like I said, I do think this is more just a speculative piece. And even if Barkley is looking at the Bears, I do think that is more of a leverage uh, play than a true play right now. But hey, if that happens, if we're looking at 2023 with a with a quarterback in Justin Fields, a running back in Barkley and Khalil Herbert, um, uh, a better offensive line, and the Bears can do a lot worse than that. Now, we have some big things that we need to address on that defensive line as well. The front seven overall, I think, needs some huge improvements going into next season on the defensive end of the ball, but we'll see what this team ends up doing, man. That, that I'm not going to lie. Like As much as I try to be realistic and keep the mind frame of, hey, this is speculative, I am, I am su getting super excited at the thought and idea of Barkley coming to the Bears. All right, before we go, I want to talk about some of the players that the Bears could potentially target. The first mock draft came out, and they had the Bears uh, selecting Jalen Carter, a defensive tackle from Georgia, in the first round um, with our first uh, third, and right now will be the third overall pick. Now, this is a defensive tackle that coming in could absolutely be a, 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 a linchpin in the Bears' front seven for years and years to come. Um, not only is this a good, he's good against the rush, but he's also a great pass rusher as he's developed over the course of this collegiate season. So that could definitely be something that plays big parts um, for the Chicago Bears. And so I really do like that pick in this mock draft. They also have us selecting wide receiver Marvin Mims um, out of Oklahoma with our second round pick, which is uh, as of right now projected to be uh, 60th overall. And that this is another player that you add him to this wide receiver core. You add him to Darna Mooney, Chase Claypool. Um, this is that could be a, a very potent part of the Chicago Bears offense. Now, Mims, I'm sure, isn't necessarily the player that some Bears um, would want the uh, Bears fans would want us to go over. He's another shorter wide receiver, only 5'11, 183 pounds, but that guy is speed. Um, uh, to quote uh, Lightning McQueen, he is speed and he could very well be a, a huge weapon, especially in that slot, something that we kind of wanted Velius Jones to be. He could absolutely be that in many ways. Now, with, with our third round pick, which is 66 overall, they have a selecting Dalton Kincaid, who is a tight end out of Utah now. I don't know if I believe that one, especially with the rise of Cole Komet, which we talked about a little bit earlier. But again, adding more weapons can never have too many weapons. The, with the fourth round pick, they have us uh, uh, selecting uh, Keanu Bitten. That's another defensive tackle out of Wisconsin. So again, kind of completely shoring up, and that's 101st overall pick, 
our 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 front part of the interior defensive line. So that could be huge for us as well. And then with the fifth, uh, our fifth pick, our fourth round pick, uh, they have a salute uh, selecting uh, the center out of Michigan because I don't I I I would murder that name. Uh, but again, we know what we need on the offensive line. So I, I like some of these picks overall. Uh, we're going to be doing more draft coverage as we get towards the end of the season, especially if Justin Fields does end up sitting down for the season. Expect me to start bringing up more and more prospects, but let me know what are some prospects you would like to hear me cover and talk about as we as we prepare for our draft coverage. But that's it for today's episode. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform that we're on. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text, and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. Like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.